Shut your mouth, broadcasting. First round draft pick. Believe we got stats, kid. Quarterback stacking. 100 yard dashing. So tap in for the action. What teams got traction? Welcome to the Sim Podcast Show. I'm your co host, Eric, and I'm always joined by my co host, Aaron. What a run. What's going on? This is week number one, and we are really, really excited because football is back. Ron, are you excited? Absolutely. I've been waiting for a while for this, so totally excited. Excited about this uh, this entire season. Six months in the waiting. It is September 4th, where we're ready. We're ready to rock and roll. But first, since it's the beginning of the season, we're going to do awards. What we predict is going to win, basically, the awards. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start with the Rookie of the Year. Last year, the winner was Jamar Chase. I think he deserved it, right? Absolutely. Uh, he came out of the out of college. He just dominated. Yeah, he deserved it. Ron, who is your pick for Rookie of the Year 2022? I'm going with an easy choice, and I'm, I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth here because just last week I said Kenny Pickett probably won't play because I think Trubisky's going to play well. But, I, I you know, I'm going to go with a quarterback here. So Kenny Pickett, I think, is the best, more most prepared quarterback uh that came out of the draft i think he's gonna get a shot at playing at some point in the season and uh if he does he's gonna light it up so he's an easy choice for me you went for calling pickett even though he might not even start the season even though i don't how many games do you have to play to qualify it's a game for the rookie of the year i don't i think it's more snaps none of the quarterbacks that were drafted are actually starting the season so you know, he's on an even playing field with everyone else. Uh, if there was another quarterback, I think that might challenge a starter to play. You know, it depends on how I think um, Tanner Hill does and how they perform to start the season. You might see Malik get some, get a few plays a game with him. Let's see how they use him. Maybe in Atlanta, might see Desmond Ritter get some playing time, depending on how Mariota does, you know. But. You know, Kenny, just like any of the other quarterbacks, has a pretty good chance of playing. It really depends on how Howard Trubisky's performing. So you went with Kenny Pickett because, what, he's on your team? Do you think he's no, doing I think well? I think, well, it's, you know. I need an explanation why one, you pick somebody that's not starting. So, one, most of these awards go to quarterbacks, so he has an advantage there. Uh, two, it's hard for, you know, Jamar Chase is a special talent. It's hard to be a receiver or a tight end or any other, you know, one of those positions to get rookie of the year. You just don't, aren't you generally involved that heavily or you can get it. So, you know, Jamar, again, he played right away. He was a special talent. I don't know if we'll see any of that, those uh, this year. So I'm going to go with Kenny. I think it's the safest choice. Well, I'm going to go with Chris Olave. Is that how you say his mm-hmm. last name? Out of Ohio State. He did really, really well. He's kind of like Jamar Chase mold. However, I am a little concerned because Winston is going to have enough options mm-hmm. that he's going to elevate his game. We'll see because Michael Thomas is back. Um, I forget who the other receiver is on that team uh, that they just picked up. But, you know, that's what I'm talking about with the receivers that were drafted. I look like at someone like Sky Moore, uh, Kansas City. I loved him coming out. I actually wanted him over George Pickens, who's playing phenomenal in preseason. 
but you would think he would have an opportunity right away in Kansas City uh, just with him and Juju but they got so many weapons there I don't know how much playing time he gets and even if he gets playing time how many receptions he's again they spread the ball like too much you look at uh, Green Bay they got some young rookie receivers that are pricey a lot of playing time but they're probably going to be a running team so I don't know again how how much they're going to be involved uh, at all well as long as Kamara is out and this Chris Olave, he was picked by the new head coach, mm-hmm. the new regime. So I I have even more faith in this pick. Who do you have as the offensive player of the year? Last year, Cooper Cup. Who do you have, Ron? I here's where I went receiver and I you know, I went Tyreek Hill. And it's not to say Mahomes is obviously a better quarterback uh, than Tua. And you know our conversations about Tua, I, you know, I don't know long term if he's the answer for Miami if he's a starting quarterback in the league having said that they're going to design plays for Tyreek he's going to get the ball far more often I think um, in Miami than he did in Kansas City and he's just going to be explosive so I think he's going to show out this year well my offensive play of the year I went with Josh Allen because I think that this year he's going to put up numbers big time numbers and he knows it that he's gonna have to do with his arm, his legs, he's gonna have to win a couple of games by himself. So I'm very confident in Josh Allen. That's my pick. Defensive player of the year. 2021 was TJ Watt. Ron, who do you have? Yeah, it took a while for me to get to someone other than TJ Watt getting this uh, this year, but I, I settled on uh, Derwin James. He's arguably the best safety in the league. Um, he had, you know, pretty good stats last year. I, I still think he can play at a, another level and get even better. I'd like to get see him get some more turnovers, get a couple more sacks, and be, you know, closer to the line and, and just like really be all over the field. That's the type of player he is. He's a game changer, so I think he's gonna have a fantastic year and win it. Now he plays for San Diego, right? Mm-hmm. So strong safety or regular safety? Uh, strong safety. I think you know nowadays. They go back and forth, but he's he's closer to the line, so you probably say he's the strong safety. He's gonna have to have an outstanding year because Mika led the team in tackles last year and he didn't get it. Yeah, but he didn't have the turnovers either, right? Because it's hard when you're asked to play up front. And the same thing I can say about Derwin last year. He, you know, he played up, and made a lot of tackles and stuff. Uh, when you do that, it, it, you're not getting to be out in the open, reading the quarterback, you know, looking for pass breakup and stuff like that. So it's one or the other, and I'm hoping they do a better job of mixing mixing it, uh, him all over the field. Kind of like how, you know, the Steelers used to treat Troy Palomalo back in the days. Troy was all over the place, you know. He just didn't play in the box. He was out, you know, in, in the secondary making plays there too. I think Derwin has that talent. I think it just needs to all come together. Troy was a different breed. Mm-hmm. I went with Miles Garrett. I know he's in the Browns, and you know I know that the Browns. I don't think that they're gonna have a good season without defending Watson. But I like their defense a lot. I think Miles Garrett is gonna elevate that defense. I don't know if he's the best defender. He's not. I don't think he's Aaron Donald type of. Like, I don't think he's a see the playmaker, but he's gonna do a lot of plays. And I think that if he leads in sack. He won't lead in sacks. Um, I think it'll be TJ's. Uh, I think TJ's a better player. I mean, even if, you know, besides TJ, you know, you got Bosa uh, that's out there. You know, I I love 
you know, Garrett's a good player, don't get me wrong, but the hype around him is just, to me, a little bit too insane. It's not hype, because I feel like he has a chip in his shoulder, especially after he hit Rudolph Mason with the helmet. <laughs> I think that writers wrote him off, and he's there like, God, you can't, you can't nominate somebody who hit another play with a helmet. Yeah. I think he's, he has a chip in his shoulder, and I think that helps him out. Comeback player of the year. Last year was Joe Burrow. Ron, who do you pick? I went with Jameis Winston. You know, he got hurt last year. He was, you know, had a good start to the season and um, tore his ACL, I believe. So he's back now, ready to take over the reins. And, you know, I think he looked impressive when he played in his limited action. So I expect him to come in and actually, you know, have that team contending for a playoff position. So uh, he, I have him as my comeback player of the year. I went with uh, the king. Eric Henry. I think that I'm not, not going to say that people are writing him off, but I think that since the injury, he also has this chip on his shoulder. He's like, no, this division belongs to the Titans, and I I don't think Tannehill can do what he used to do, especially now that it, they lost in the Brown. Mm-hmm. So I do expect Derrick Henry to get tons of carries. So that would be my comeback player. Coach of the year last year was Mike Brable. Speaking of the Titans, Ron, who do you pick for Coach of the Year? And I, so I went for a reach here. Um, I went to Doug Peterson for Jacksonville. That team just looks completely different than they did last year to me. When, you know, so far from what I've seen in the preseason, that defense is just outstanding. Their quarterback just looks like a completely different player. They're going to have their running backs back. They got good weapons uh, at receiver now, so. I, you know, I think they have a chance to get to at least 500 and maybe even do better than that. So if he can get that team there, considering they won, what, two games or three? I don't even know how many they won last year. My money's on, on him winning it. You picked Doc Peterson. I went with uh, Brandon Staley. I think that the char- this is the year the Chargers are going to leap, make that leap. I don't know if it can beat the Chiefs. But I think that they're going to have a good record. I think they're going to get in the playoffs and cause some damage. I think having Justin Herbert as a quarterback does does help a lot. <laughs> so that would be my pick as Brandon Staley as coach of the year. And now for the uh, MVP of the year. Last year was Aaron Rodgers. Ron, who do you think is going to be the MVP? I agree with you. The Chargers is going to make the leap. So I have Justin Herbert. It, you know, it would have been easy for me to go Josh Allen. I think he's the best quarterback in the league. He does so many different things. But Herbert, I think, is, well, he's not, I can't say he's underrated because his arm talent is just unbelievable. He, I just think he's a great quarterback, and I think he's going to put together a good season. Like some of the, lo- the losses last year, they're going to correct that, I would think. You know, I said last year they were probably a, a year or two away. This, this is the year that they step up and get into the playoffs. And he's going to be the one leading them. So he's uh, he's going to be the MVP. Well, this year, I think the MVP is going to go to Patrick Mahomes. I think that he's being overlooked. I think the fact that he no longer has Tariq on the team. he was, I think that he may have been 50% of what Tariq Hill is today. So I think that he's going to fling it. I think having... The same coach having Juju on the team now. Even though with Juju Schuster, 
a deep guy or just a possession receiver? Possession receiver yeah. Um, yeah, I mean he's not he's not gonna blaze past you, but you know he'll he'll find a way to get open. So and what you know, listen, I think Patrick is always a a candidate for the uh, MVP every year, and the way he's looked this preseason, he's. Without having Tyreek, I think he's been able to spread the ball around. It just goes to show he's a, a good quarterback and did, doesn't really need Tyreek. So it's not a bad pick. I think he's going to have a, a monster season, too. Yeah, so those are our picks for 2022. Now let's move on to the over and unders. And let's start with the NFC East. Dallas, they have them at 10.5 wins. You went under, I went under. Do we really need to uh, explain why? Um, well, it is a big jump from last year. A little bit of a jump, I guess. They won 12 games last year. I don't trust their offensive line. I don't think I, they have a, enough weapons at receiver. Um, you know, and I think the competition now with the Eagles, it's going to be a little bit tougher for them. So I'm going under. I see them getting to like nine or ten wins. I'm going under two. I think same thing. The Eagles are better. Even the Giants... Well, let's say the Eagles are better. Mm -hmm. New York Giants, they have them at seven and a half. Uh, they win four and thirteen last year. You go under, I go under two. We predicted, I predicted anyways that the Giants would win five games. How many games did you predict? I'd probably say about five. Um, I think this last year, I, I you know I thought they would get to like seven. I, you know I don't know what I was thinking. So uh, I'm not gonna be fooled again. You know I don't think they're that good of a team they find ways to lose let's see if this new re regime can get that turned around but i'm going under i don't have any confidence in them getting to eight wins philadelphia eagles they have them at nine and a half wins they win nine and eight last year we you have them as going over i have them as going over this is my favorite team in this division anyways what about you Mark? same uh a legitimate chance to not only get to the playoffs but make a run in the playoffs they've added a lot of people defense offense you know there's no excuse for them they got nine wins last year they need to be better this year and i think they will be let's move on to the oh before we move on i forgot the washington commanders they have them at seven and a half wins they went seven and ten last year we both have must go and under run why do you have a much more No faith in Carson Wentz for me. Um, and that defense was a little bit overrated, in my opinion. So I'm going under. I'm going under two. I think they lost Chase Young. I don't know how long. Maybe for the year, I think. Like I said, Wentz is not an upgrade. Sorry. Uh, NFC North, Chicago Bears. Six and a half wins. They went six and 11. You think run over, I think the under what do you think they're gonna go quarterback play i think their quarterback is gonna play a little bit better this year i don't necessarily like they have mooney is a good receiver they have a decent running backs you know but i think i think they're gonna find a way to get to seven wins um i'm you know they got six last year and they looked they didn't look impressive at all i i just think they're gonna be a little bit better this year yeah, I, I went under because I don't think that they're gonna. I don't trust Justin Fields as much as we do. And who is the running back? Montgomery. Well, I think I'm not sure if he's hurt or not. I think he's playing though and ready to go for Week One. And um, Herbert, I think, is his name. 
That's they the got, backup. They got rid of Khalil Mack, right? He's no longer. Yeah, he's he's gone on defense. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that they're gonna go under. Next team is the Green Bay Packers. They went ten and a half over uh, under. They went thirteen and four last year. We have them as going over the ten and a half. Rod, do you like the Packers? Yeah, well, I do, but uh, you know, to go from thirteen, they're predicting you basically have to go to eleven to get over. Anything less would be a huge drop-off, I think, if they were only to get, like, you know, nine nine wins or ten wins. So, I, I see them getting 11. Yeah, and the schedule is not super strong. Mm-hmm. 0.47 is not... I would at least think it would be over 500, but they're not facing the schedule. Season, so yeah. No, no. It's going to be over. Detroit Lions, they have them at six and a half. They went 13 and one last year. You say under, I say under. Uh, you don't trust the Lions to win at all. Did you watch? Any no, episode? no, and that's probably my mistake because I'm hearing some good things, uh, you know, Detroit. But uh, uh, why are you buying into that? I'm not going to fall you, for the hype. You know, preseason and hard knocks. You like fall for that. If your quarterback wasn't golf, then maybe I'd give you a chance. But no, three wins. Uh, to six and a half, it, you know, you'd need to get to seven to be over, and I, I don't see it happening. I don't either, and I don't trust golf at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, Minnesota Vikings, they have them as nine and a half, they went eight and nine in 2021. You say under, I say under, you don't like them winning at least 10 games? I just don't trust them to. It's another team I just don't trust that well. They're always like on the fringe of being really good, you know. Eight games last year, that's not good. Um, I see them repeating eight or nine wins this year, so I don't, you know, I don't see them winning ten. So the Packers are likely to win that division. Do they have a playoff contender there, other than, other than the? Well, no, no, no. I don't think Chicago's going to be that good. Uh, they're, you know, they'll be around seven, eight wins maybe. Detroit, we just talked about them. Minnesota. They'll be okay, but I think Green Bay pretty much has that locked up. Okay, NFC South. We have the Carolina Panthers. They have them at six and a half. They went five and twelve last year. You say over, I say over. What do you like about the Panthers? Uh, Baker Mayfield. I think he's a much better quarterback than Sam Darnold. You know, I don't. Feel, I'm not a hundred percent confident in them winning seven games, but I think he. You know. He has a lot of will, and he'll figure out, you know, if, especially if McCaffrey can stay healthy, and that's a big if, he'll will them to seven-plus wins. Yeah, I like I like, I like uh, Baker Mayfield a lot. I think he's an improvement over Sam Darnold, and it looks like from what I'm, everything I'm reading is that the teammates like him, the coaches like Baker Mayfield. It's a feel-good story. They, they should definitely win more than seven Okay, next on the docket is Atlanta Falcons. They have them at four and a half. They went seven and ten in 2021. Ron, you say under, I say under. Ron, what is wrong with the Falcons? Well, you know, again, I guess how much do you trust Mariota to make that team better? Matt Ryan got into seven wins. I don't think they're a very good team at all. Um, they have a couple players that are okay. But it, that team's missing a lot to me, and um, you know, I, it, it's going to be tough for them to get to you know five or six wins. Yeah, I don't see them at all 
that seven and ten record is kind of misleading, it is. right? Mm-hmm. But I, I just don't see it. I went under with that team. Next on the docket is New Orleans Saints. They have them at eight and a half wins. They went nine and eight last year. You say over, I say over. We we like the Saints, right? Yeah, I mean, if they can get nine wins without Jameis, I think they're going to be a better team with him and some new new weapons as well. So I see them going over. Yeah, I see them going over as well. I see them going to maybe even give the Tampa Bay Bucks another run for their money, right? I think so. The last team is the Tampa Bay Bucks. They have about 11 and a half wins. They went 13 and 4 in 2021. Ron, you say under, I say over, and we did a review on this team. Why don't you like Tampa Bay Bucks? I like Tampa Bay. I still think they'll be in the playoffs. I, I'm worried about the offensive line. You know, worried about Brady a little bit. You know, at, at his age, defensively, I think they'll be okay. They don't have Sue there, but we'll we'll see how they play. Uh, I think the window's closing on on Tampa. So I don't, I don't see them getting to, to 12 wins. I went over because I gave them a same exact record, 13 and 4. And I think that this is a year that the window is closing. I do, I do agree that they are descending, but I think that Trump still has one more year left. So I went with the over. NFC West, San Francisco 49ers. They have them go at 9.5. They went 10 and 7 in 2021. We both said under. What don't you like about the Niners this year? Trey Lance. Uh, I can see Garoppolo coming in, actually, at some point in the season uh, to try to save the season. I, I don't trust him at all, so I'm, I'm going under. Yeah, I'm going under, too. Uh, Trey Lance was a mistake. They should have just kept Garoppolo. Now you got angry Garoppolo, which... I think he could get petty at times. <laughs> I don't know if this is going to bow well for the 49ers. Arizona Cardinals, they have them at 8.5. They went 11 and 6 last year. We both took the over. What do you like about the Cardinals? 8.5 is low. Uh, I was a little bit surprised by that. You know, the strength of schedule is a little bit tough. It's tougher uh, for sure. They have, you know, some. I know this guy Hopkins is out. I think what seven games or something like that for a suspension. I don't know exactly what it is, but they'll figure out a way to to get to nine wins. They're a they're a good team, you know, with Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray himself can win a couple games. So, you know, eight and a half. You know, I think is a little bit low to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think eight and a half is very low. I think they're gonna go over. I think they're going to get to maybe nine wins without the annual Kyler Murray injury. Los Angeles Rams, they have them winning 10 and a half games. They went 12 and 5 in 2021. We both took the over. What do you like about the Rams? Yeah, 10 and a half is probably too too low for them. The Rams are a good, good team, obviously. Uh, they were bringing back everybody. Still got... I read today uh, Odell's locker waiting for him, so I, you know he'll probably be back on the team at some point this year. I'm not too worried about Stafford's arm. I think he'll be fine. They'll manage it throughout the season, and uh, they're they're gonna be just as good as they were last year. 
Yeah, I took the over. Even though they have, looking at this stat sheet, they do have the toughest opponents in this division. But I think, I still think they get to 11 wins. And last but playing for last place, Seattle Seahawks. They have them as five and a half wins. They went seven and ten last year. We both took the under, and we both know the Seahawks are playing for a draft right? Yeah, uh, they, they are playing for the number one pick, I think. Is Pete Carroll going to be there after this year? I would imagine so. I don't know, though, because he's up there in age, too, so I don't know if he wants to go through a full rebuild at his, as his age. He might just decide to, like, hang it up, to be honest with you. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, he's getting up there in age, and he's still talking about surfing and Still chewing the gum, I'm like you can chew gum at age, at that age. Yeah, I need to look it up to see. He's 70 years old, so and he's about to turn, have a birthday in a couple weeks here, so he'll be 71 pretty soon. Yeah, that's, that's not that I mean ages, but mm-hmm. that is old. I'm talking about old, but you know my coach for the Pages getting up there too. <laughs> Let's start with the uh, AFC South, Houston Texans. They have my four and a half wins. They went four and thirteen last year. You took the over. I took the under. Ron, what do you like about the Texans? Davis Mills. I think he's a pretty decent quarterback, and it looks like they have a running game now, or they they should have a running game. You know, I, I think they'll get to to five wins. I'm not saying they're gonna get to five hundred or anything like that, but they'll get to five wins. I took the under, and I like Lovey's. And I like the new beer, the new look and sporting. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's going to change. Because I think that Texans, I think the Houston management just is not putting money in the team. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know, I don't know what they're doing. I don't think they're going to get to the fireworks. That's why I took the under. Tennessee Titans, nine and a half wins. They went 12 and 5 last year. You took the under, I took the over. Ron, what don't you like about that? Yeah, this is a tough one, too. Uh, will they get to 10 wins this year? I think it's, uh, I didn't like how Tannehill played last at the end of last season. And then not having A.J. Brown is a big loss. Uh, so they're going out there with Trayvon. I don't know who the other receivers are. You know, I, I, I see that they're going to, and they have a good coach, too, so don't get me wrong. But I, I just see them slipping a little bit and uh, getting to, you know, nine wins. I took the over because I think that Tannehill's going to be looking over his shoulder with Bummy Willis there. And I think that the fact that they drafted a QB is going to irk Tannehill, right? Also, Derrick Henry is coming back. Um, I don't think it matters who the receiver is that much because I never seen the fact team for the last couple of years I never saw them like throw deep or beat people up because they scored more points so it was about Derek Henry so I think that they're going to get to more than 10 points Indianapolis Colts they have almost nine and a half. they went 9 and 8 last year you took the under I took the over you don't like the Colts I do um, I love you know Matty Ice the team's okay. They're pretty decent. I just think they're missing a few pieces as well. So I think they're going to fall a little bit short at, at nine wins. I don't think they'll get to ten. I 
took the over because they have a pretty easy schedule. I mean, strength of the opponent is at 0.46, so it's not very high. And I think that they're going to get the Titans competition in that division. So, in that division, I think you have to have 10, 11 wins if you want to win it. And I think that the Colts, now that they got rid of wins, they got Matty Ice, which I think that's an improvement. It is. I like him a lot. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, seven and a half, uh, six and a half, excuse me. They went three and 14 last year. Ron, you took the over. I went under. Ron, you really like the Jaguars? I do. And Vegas is getting on the train, too. That's why they're six and a half. I think they're, they'll get to, you know, I think they can get to like eight or nine wins, to be quite honest with you. So I, I think they'll be over, and I think they'll be comfortably over. Yeah, I think that Doug Peterson has his work cut out, and I don't think it's going to take one year to do it. I think it's going to take several years. So I do, I did take the under. I think they're, it's about right. I almost say equal, because I think that they're going to be about six or seven wins, but they're definitely going under, in my opinion. Let's move on to the AFC West. Las Vegas Raiders. They have about eight and a half wins. They went 10-7 last year. Ron, you took the over. I took the under. Ron, you like this Raiders team? Yeah, yeah they were, I mean, they were an okay team last year. They won 10 games. I think they're a better team this year than they were last year. Um, so I think they'll get to 10 wins again. You know my theory with first-year coaches, and even though it is Josh McDaniels and he was with the Patriots, I still think that it's going to take a year or two, just like Doug Peterson, to kind of get the train going, especially in that division. That is a tough division. Talk about the Chargers, the Chiefs, and the Broncos. So I took the under, I don't think they get to uh, nine minutes. I think they go at around six, seven. Uh, Denver Broncos, 10 and a half. They went seven and 10 last year. You took the under, I took the under. I think this is a high number. It is. Um, that's the Russell Wilson effect right there. And I love Russell Wilson, uh, don't get me wrong. But you know, we just talked about the division just being tough. It, it's gonna, They're gonna beat each other up. And I don't see Kansas City to me is going to get to 11 plus wins. So if they're getting to like, let's say 12 or 13 wins, someone has to lose. Um, so I, I can't see Denver getting to, to 11 wins. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. I, don't, I think that, high, that number is high, 10 and a half. I think Denver Broncos is going to get beat up along with the uh, Las Vegas Raiders because the Chargers and the Chiefs are just too tough for that division. Speaking of the Chiefs, Kansas City, 10 and a half victories. They went 12 and 5 last year. Ron, you took the over. I took the over. Ron, we like the Chiefs, right? Yeah, they're not going to lose a beat, I don't think, you know, even without Tyreek. Yeah, they, I think that, that that offense is too powerful. LA Chargers, 10 and a half wins. They went 9 and 8 last year. Ron, you took the over. I took the over. What do you think? It's going to be the Chief or the Chargers? It's going to be close. I think they'll both get in. I think the Chiefs might finish a game or so ahead of them, but they'll both be in the in the playoffs. Yes, I think that I like. I really, really like the Chargers, but it's tough to uh, beat the Chiefs. AFC East got the New York Jets at five and a half victories. They went four and thirteen last year. 
Brian, you took the under. I took the under. Is this this is sad so waiting for the Jets. Yeah, and it's it's sad because I want to like them. <laughs> it seems like they've done a lot of you know good things um, over the last couple of years with the you know off season moves. I just can't. I don't see it happening though. You know, we we live in Florida, right? And there's a lot of transplants, a lot of them. And once in a while, I see somebody, especially you know this time of the year, September when you know football is starting up and all this stuff. And that's this lonely New York Jets jersey. And I, you know, my wife always says, "Don't talk to them. Don't don't say a word. Don't talk to them." But I always like, it's you not can't even that I want, yeah, I can't help myself. And it's <laughs> not like I want to talk to them. It's almost like I want to hug them and say, "It's gonna be alright. It's gonna be alright." But yeah, this five and a half is, especially with Zach Wilson hurt now. Buffalo Bills, they have him at eleven and a half. They won 11 and 6 last year. Ron, you took the over. Uh, I took the over. What else is there to say? <laughs> it, I can say they didn't play that well throughout the season last year, and they still got 11 wins. That's what I can say. So if they play to their potential, they'll be right there with Kansas City. Yeah, I mean, they literally left a couple of games on the table mm-hmm. that they should have won. They, like the Pats when they passed twice, for yeah. example. Well, that was a game that. Two passes. <laughs> they were beat. Yeah. They they lost that game. They should have beaten Tampa mm-hmm. in that enormous comeback, but they were sure it is. It's just I don't think that this year they're gonna leave games. Under. Right. Miami Dolphins. They have about eight and a half. They went nine and eight last year. You went. You took the over. I took the under. You really like this Dolphins team? Not that I'm coming around on Tua. I, I like the coach. I do. I think he is innovative. Like I said earlier, I think you'll find ways to get the ball to Tyreek and all of his, uh, you know, his, his good players. And, um, you know, I, I see them taking a little bit of the lead. I'm, I don't see them getting to 12 wins or anything like that, but they'll get to nine. I took the under because it's Tua. And if you don't have a good QB in this division, you might as well just be the New York Jets. Because every other team, the Bills, they have a great quarterback. The Patriots have a good quarterback. And then to talk about the Dolphins and Jets, they don't have a good QB. They might have a good coach. Yet to see that. Mm-hmm. He's a good offensive coach. And let's see if he can run the show. Uh, so I took the under. New England Patriots, eight and a half victories. They went 10 and 7 last year. Ron, you took the under, I took the over. You don't think the Pats can win nine games? I think they can. I, I, I just have not liked what I've seen so far uh, from them in the offseason. You know, they lost Josh McDaniels. Bill saying he owns everything. Uh, I think it's a lot for him to handle. Mac, I don't know what's going on with him. Um, I don't like what I've seen so far, and I think he's a good quarterback. I just think of the not having Josh there is going to be a huge, uh, huge loss for them. So. I took the over. I think that they win more than nine games. This division is not like the other divisions. It's not the NFC, AFC West or the AFC North. I think that they can start two and two, one and three, and still get in a row. Yes, I do agree that losing Johnson Daniel is going to affect Mac Jones, but I think that they'll develop what kind of identity they're going to have. They're not going to win four in a row 
in September. Just I've never seen them. I've never seen them do it. Even when Tom Brady was there, I think I saw them do it a couple of times when Tom Brady and Randy Moss were there. We're talking about 2007, 2009. So that's a long time ago. So yeah, nine victories for sure. Now let's go to the AFC North. The Baltimore Ravens. They have like ten and a half. They went eight and nine last year. You took the under. I went over. What don't you like about the Ravens? I like them. I just don't see them getting to eleven wins. I don't like the fact that Dobbins is still hurt. Uh, his rehab hasn't gone well. Um, I forgot the name of the starting running back at this point, but he's it's not really a starter to me. Talking about Drake from the Raiders, or well, Drake, they just signed. Uh, there's some other guy, I forgot his name. Uh, he's okay back, but they're a running team. He needs to have good running backs, not just okay running backs. So, I'm going under. I think they're gonna underperform a little bit. I went over because of Lamar Jackson, and that's the only reason why. I think they do get to 11 wins. I think that they're gonna be neck and neck with the Bengals for this division. Uh, so I took the over. The next team is the Pittsburgh Steelers. They have my seven and a half. They were nine, seven, and one last year. Ron, you took the over. I took the under. Ron, do we know that this team is going to make the playoff? I think they will. I think they'll get to eight wins. I think they'll be better than that. Um, if they can win nine with Big Ben and whatever we saw last year. Uh, with Trubisky they, or Pickett, they can do a lot better. They've looked offensively, I think, third most points in the preseason. I know it's preseason, uh, but they look good despite the horrific offensive line play. So I think they'll they'll get to you know nine or, or ten wins. Yeah, I took the under. I'm, I don't think that they get to more than eight wins. I gave them seven when we did our team review, and until they fix that line. I still think they're just going to win some games. Cleveland Browns, they have them at eight and a half. So they have them winning more games than the Pittsburgh Steelers. They went eight and nine last year. Ron, you took the under. I took the under. Why did they give them eight and a half wins? They uh, knew they weren't going to have Watson. Yeah. I think people look at that roster and think, oh, man, it's a, I keep hearing it's a playoff caliber roster. And don't get me wrong, they have some good players, but. That doesn't mean anything in the NFL if you don't have a dang quarterback. So if you're rolling with Jacoby Brissett uh, and then Deshaun Watson, who hasn't played in two-plus years, good luck. I, I don't see them getting to, to nine wins. They do have, I think, the best one-two punch as far as the running backs go. But I don't know if they're going to have more than eight wins. That's a lot of wins, especially in that division. Baker Mayfield with one arm is a better quarterback than Brissett. Cincinnati Bengals, <laughs> nine and a half wins. They went ten and seven last year. You took the over. I took the over. You, so you think the Cincinnati Bengals get more than ten, more than nine? Yeah, I think they'll get to ten. I don't think they're gonna go, you know, be much better than that. I think you know this nine and a half is about right. So I think they'll get right to to ten wins. And yeah, I think they get to 10 wins. I think even though they look like they have this tough schedule in that division, but it's almost like the AFC West, right? They're just going to beat up on each other. So whoever, whoever is the survivor of that division wins. 
so that's our over and unders for uh, this upcoming season. And now we get to week one. Let's go. Let's do this. All right, Ron. Let's get to week number one. And uh, first on the docket, we have New England at Miami. What was your pick, Ron? What was the final score in this game? I'm going to go with Miami getting the win. I think they'll actually score a decent amount of points too. So I'm going to give them 26 and I'm going to give New England 17. 26 for Miami and 17 for New England. That's a lot of points. So the over under looks like it's at right now. Uh, it's still, we, you know, we got quite a few days left, but 45 with the uh, yeah 45 with the Patriots actually favored by two and a half, which is weird because the Patriots do horribly bad in Miami. Mm-hmm. This is I predicted a loss when we did the team reviews. I'm still predicting a loss. I think that Miami is gonna throw the kitchen sink at the Patriots just to win this game. Tua is going to look exceptional. Everybody's going to be on the Tua train. and I can just see it. It's almost like the narrative is going to be like Miami's back. And I think it might be might be a blowout. So I think you might look at it 30 points for Miami and like 15 for Miami. Hey, what do you think about Bill taking the team down early to Miami get used to the heat? Good for him. <laughs> You know, I think you made you mentioned it that you, somebody's gonna get arrested for the Patriots. I hope it's not Robert Kraft again. Mm-hmm. The next team is the Pittsburgh Steelers at Cincinnati Bengals. What do you think? What's the final score? I'm giving this one to Pitt. I know they uh, they looks like they're plus six and a half. You know, they, they counted us out last year against the Bills. Everyone voted against us. Uh, they are doing the same against against Cincinnati. I think we come out and we actually score first game of the season. Uh, I know it's in Cincinnati. I'm going to say Pitt 26. 26 seems to be a, a trend with me. Cincinnati 21. 26 to 21? Yeah. What's the over and under? Six and a half. Cincinnati's favorite. That's a lot. That's a lot of points. It is. So they don't. First of all, they don't trust your offensive line, and they don't trust that. Well, they trust Cincinnati's offensive line, which is. Well, they spend the money. They replace every single person on their offensive line. They had to. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Joe Burrow is basically saying, "I don't want to get hurt again. Mm -hmm. Not, and I don't want to lead the league in sacks." You know, I mentioned this earlier, but I was like, "Where, where does Cincinnati get all this money from?" All of a sudden, they can just go out and buy a whole new offensive line. They did it. They did it. So 26 to 21, Pittsburgh on top. I mentioned earlier that Cincinnati's going to win this game. I think that they're going to strut out. Even though I think Mixon is hurt or Higgins is hurt, one of those two. Uh, But I still give them the win. I'm going to say 35 to 16. I think that it's going to be a big victory. I really think that this is... I want to say it's more for Cincinnati that they need to win this game than it is to so Yeah, no one is expecting. Like I said, they counted them out. Everyone's voting for Cincinnati to, to win the game. They made the same mistake last year with, with uh, Buffalo. 
I, I don't think Cincinnati's going to come out flat, but I think people are just underestimating Pittsburgh a lot this year, and um, they'll just they'll prove them wrong. Okay, last game that we have is Tampa Bay at Dallas. This is a Sunday night game, right? Uh, what do you have as a final score? So Tampa minus one and a half. Again, these are two teams. Not sure how much I trust uh, either of these teams. Uh, Tampa with their O line, Dallas with their O line. I'm gonna let me go back to what I had for this because we did the we did the Bucks right. We did the Bucks. Yeah, I, I had the Bucks losing to Dallas, so I'm gonna stick with that. I'm gonna say Dallas is gonna win. They'll put up. I want to go with uh, 31 points. Uh, I'll give Tampa 27. So you think it's going to be a close, close game? Close, high-scoring game. Okay. I really, I picked Tampa Bay when we did our team reviews. I think that they're still going to win this game. It is going to say it is like you said. It is going to be a high-scoring game. I actually do expect Tampa to put 35 points. And then I do have Dallas. I don't know if I, I, I don't. I haven't seen Dallas put a game together where they played well in the first half and the second half. Either one of those halves, they're gonna just blow up, and they're gonna do a, like a mini comeback. But they're gonna fall short. I'm gonna say 28 points for Dallas. So it's gonna be a final score: Bucks 35, Cowboys 28. So let's do our upset special. You can pencil my Steelers in as my upset special right there. So that's your upset special. Six and a half. That's a huge spread to me, and maybe that you know, like we said, that changes. You know, I, I think Pitt's going to win the game. And mind you, you know, as you're looking, you know, when I go back to the Steelers, I gave them a loss to start the season uh, and then go on a, a winning streak. But I, you know. Without them even naming a quarterback to this point, I just feel uh, an upset's coming, especially since people are counting them out. No quarterback yet. <laughs> exactly. Announced. Announced yet. If I was to take another big one, San Francisco minus seven, Chicago. Again, how much do you trust Trey Lance? How much do you trust Justin Fields? How much do you trust? These are really bad. Tough, tough first game. Um, you know what? I'm gonna go with that's my upset special. You know, I'm gonna go with the uh, Giants over the Titans. Wow, it's, it's at five and a half. I think the Giants come out on fire. I think I can just see the New York crowd thinking and hollering and saying the Giants are back, but it's short lived. I think that. They do get away with that victory, but then they just collapse. Five and a half. I think the Giants might take this one. I can already see all the Danny Dimes and the jerseys and New Yorkers going crazy. That's going to be my upset special for the week. So we have them not just being the spread, but actually winning the game. Yeah, winning the game outright. I don't know if I don't know if they'll if we have them beating the spread. I think they just win outright. Well, they, if you're picking the Giants, they gotta basically beat that spread because they, you know, we all had losses. I'm, I'm going back and looking too. So, and even Chris, <laughs> Chris had a loss too. 
you know, against the, the Titans. So, you know, it just goes to show you how, how much uh, in a few days things can change. Yeah, I mean, I mean I, I'm only, I mean, I'm picking them because I'm still going to pick them. I think that they should win this game only because five and a half is, is a big spread. Just a big spread for uh, the Titans to uh, overcome. But who do you trust more, the Seahawks or the Giants? Seahawks going to lose by more than... Six, six and a half. Six and a half, I think. I don't think the the, the Giants pick is a, a bad pick. I just don't. You don't know what you're going to get from Tennessee to start the season. You know, Derrick Henry. I don't think he's played much, uh, or if at all, in the preseason. So, you no, know, they're, they're, that's what I mean. They're definitely babysitting him. You know, they're coddling him until the season starts. So I think that you know the Giants. They have a chance. Yeah, I think so too. Okay, so that is our week one review. We're excited. We still have what six days, seven days? No, actually, there's a game on Thursday. Thursday, yeah. So, yeah. So finally, I know football's, football's here. here. Yeah, it took a while. It's preseason. I think this the I, I pay attention to the preseason. This is the most I think I've ever focused on the off season for the Steelers it feels like the start of like it is a start of a whole new era right we've had Big Ben for so long and now we're trotting in there with Trubisky most likely Kenny Pickett waiting to take over it just feels you know I'm excited um, you know excited for the season because I think we're going to have a really good team we're going to be able to compete you're excited for the Steelers uh, I'm excited for I think Bill can ride this ship. I just don't know how long it's going to take. So, you know, and the same thing with me is like, I want the Patriots to do well, but they did win six championships, and I witnessed all of them, all six. So I'm, I'm not as worried as the rest of the crew, but I still want them to do well. I still do want Mac Jones to do well, and, you know, football's back. Exactly, it's, it's full, back. It's full, it's full, baby. All right, with that being said, I'll say peace. Peace out. Hey guys, thanks again for listening and supporting us. You can find us at The Sim Podcast on Instagram and Twitter, or you can email us at shutympodcast at gmail.com.